Hey guys, thank you for coming back to another episode of The Walk. I uh, don't know how long this episode is going to be, um, but I just wanted to get on here because I was reading in the book of Haggai last night, which I have personally not done a lot of study in ever, um, and there's just a couple of things that really stuck out to me that I thought might be helpful to somebody else. Um, so I thought that I would come on here and share that with you. Um, if you don't know about the book of Haggai, what it is is a book of one of the minor prophets, Haggai. And uh, what the minor prophet means, it's it's not necessarily that it's less important than the major prophets like Isaiah, Ezekiel, uh, Jeremiah. Um, but what it does mean is that it's just shorter in length. That's simply it. There's only two chapters in this book. Um, which is a lot less than some of the major prophets. So it's not necessarily saying that it's less important, um, but it is shorter in length. Um, but I was reading in uh, chapter 1, and uh, basically what was going on is God was speaking through this prophet to tell his people to rebuild his temple. They had started it, but they hadn't finished it. And uh Basically, they were they were getting distracted with a lot of things that just did not matter. It says this in verse 5. This is God speaking. Now, therefore, says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much, but harvest little. You eat, but there is not enough to be satisfied. You drink, but there is not enough to become drunk. You put on clothing, but no one is warm enough. And he who earns, earns wages to put into a purse with holes. Now, I don't know if, you know, y'all have a purse with holes in it, but if you try to put money in it, it's probably not uh, the, the best way to go. You know, I would much rather be the person walking behind you picking up the cash that falls out. <laughs> but basically what, what he's saying here is that look at the way that you are living your life right now. You have a calling, a duty to rebuild this temple to where, you know, God is supposed to dwell. You know, the presence of the Lord is supposed to be there. You have this duty, but you're doing everything but that. And the things that you're deciding to do instead of this are not fulfilling you. It's not satisfying you. You you eat, but you're still going to end up being hungry. You drink, but you're still going to need more to drink later. What what you're doing is truly not fulfilling you. And you know, if if you read some of uh, Ecclesiastes and you know different areas of the Bible, you see that all of this really doesn't matter. The stuff that they're prioritizing at the end of the day just does not matter because it doesn't amount to anything. But this is where their priority lies. This is where they're putting their focus and their attention while their calling and their duty and what's most important is not happening. It's getting pushed to the side. Now verse 7 through 9 says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. Go up to the mountains, bring wood, and rebuild the temple, that I may be pleased with it and be glorified, says the Lord. You look for much, but behold, it comes to little. When you bring it home, I blow it away. Why, declares the Lord of hosts, because of my house, which lies desolate, while each of you runs to his own house. Now, this section right here is one that specifically hit home for me. Um, 
and it, it's that that idea of, of God asking, you know, you, you bring much to me and it, it comes to little, you know, you, you bring these things and you, you bring your attention to these things and your focus and your priorities and you live your life this way. And, and when I decide to take those things away, you ask why. Now, I personally have been caught in the act of asking God, why did you take this thing away from me? You know, this seemed like a good thing. Why would you take this thing away from me? And God's response is this. Because of my house, which lies desolate, while each of you runs to his own house. Now, I know that my situation is obviously very different than, you know, what God is talking about here. God's not telling me to go find some wood and go on a mountain and build a temple. But to really take into account in my life. And if I consider my ways, there's a lot of things that I'm prioritizing over my relationship with Christ. There's a lot of things that I'm, I'm putting my time into, my energy, my emotions, um, my effort. And these things are not fulfilling me. They're not. You know, they may be good things. You know, Maybe that's like friendships or, you know, doing like working out or something, something healthy, right? These, these might be good things, but in a way I'm prioritizing these things over my relationship with God. And what God is saying here is, look, if I decide to take one of these things away to get you to focus on what's in most important, which is your relationship with me, that's a good thing. And I think maybe for you, I've done this before. Maybe something was taken away from you in your life. Maybe it was a family member. Maybe it was a friendship. Maybe it was your, you know, your, uh, I don't know, your finances. Maybe something was taken away from you and you kind of gained this spirit of anger towards God. You know, this, this angriness of God, why would, why would you take this away from me? You know, I thought I thought you loved me. I thought this was a good thing. If you were just going to take this away, why did you even give it to me in the first place? Because now I'm just sitting here in loss and in pain and in grief, and I don't know why this happened. But I think what's important for us to take away from this is that when those things happen, it might be a reality check to say, hey, how is your relationship with God right now? What are you prioritizing? Because, you know, these people in the book of Haggai were focusing on a lot of other things other than what God was specifically calling them to do. And those things were not fulfilling them. And God was saying, look, I have a task for you. If you will just do what I'm calling you to do, you will be in my presence. I will dwell in this house but rather than doing that, you're running to a lot of other things that aren't going to fulfill you. And so maybe instead of asking God or being angry at God for taking something away from us, maybe that can be an opportunity for us to realize and be committed to what he has actually called us to. 
And most importantly, maybe that can be an opportunity for us to grow in our relationship with him. I saw somewhere the other day, somebody was talking about that every good gift comes from God. So if something is not good, it's either not from God or he's working it out for good. So rather than blaming God for specific things that are happening in your life, how about we just open our ears and listen? How about we actually spend time in prayer and talk to him and and just listen to what he is calling us to, to what this change in our life is going to bring about? You know, because if, if the people are to listen to this prophet and to actually go and rebuild this temple, they're going to be blessed by that. God's not calling them to do something that's ultimately going to ruin their lives and ruin their relationship with him. He is taking things away from them that he knows will not fulfill them so that they can follow in obedience to what he has called them to, which is himself, which will fulfill them. So my question to you is this. What in your life are you running to that is not? fulfilling you when you go about your day when you go to sleep at night are you content or do you feel like there needs to be something more do you feel like the things that you are doing with your life the ways that you're living are truly fulfilling you or are you just letting the sun rise and then set again every single day spend some time in a prayer and evaluate that and listen to god and ask him God, what do you have for me? Is what I'm doing now not what you have called me to do? Is there something more? And I believe that when you do that, God will reveal that to you. If you spend time in his word and you spend time in prayer with him, he will reveal that to you. But when he does show you, be open to it. Don't be scared. It may not be the norm. It may not be what everybody else is doing. But... If you follow in obedience to him, if you have faith, if you trust in him, you will be blessed by that. If you made it this far, thank you for sticking around. So glad that you uh, took some time out of your day to uh, support this podcast and to listen from God's word and you know what it has spoke to me and can hopefully help you with. Um, if you're not following us on Instagram, go ahead and go to Instagram and search at the.walk.podcast. That is where I initially announce when these episodes are being released and possibly some future giveaways and things to come in the future. So if you're not following the Instagram, go ahead and go to that now and give us a follow and comment on the most recent post. What stuck out to you from this episode? Maybe it's not from this episode, but what specifically stuck out to you from these verses in Haggai? So go ahead and follow us there. Like, comment, share with your friends, and I hope y'all have a great week.